we met at the Dream Center, you yeah. and I. Yes, honey, of course. And uh, 25 years ago. Yes, right now. Yeah. And my son Jamie. was actually at the Dream Center. Yeah. And he introduced us yes, to each other. He sure did, because I knew him four years prior. The minute I met Lori, I fell in love with her. We oh, got no. married seven, seven weeks, weeks later. later. Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today we celebrate Pastor Jim and Lori's 25th wedding anniversary with our special guest, founder of R.T. Kendall Ministries, Pastor R.T. Kendall. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Grace Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Thank you, Ricky Baker. Yes, and welcome, everyone, you. to our 25th Aww. wedding anniversary I show. Know, honey, can you believe it? Oh, Here I can't are. believe they said it wouldn't work. Uh, well, some say, <laughs> some say they said it wouldn't last probably because of meeting and marrying in seven weeks. <laughs> but I when mean, God does something, he does it right. Amen. Yes, Forever. Amen. Yes. I married you forever. Yes, I know. <laughs> and I'm holding on to you forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it's so amazing. Being married 25 years is it's a long time, you know. Yeah. And people say, well, you know, I don't know about those two. And I fell in love the minute I saw you. I'm sorry, but that's, I, I, that's just what happened to me. Is that all right, Mondo? Mondo yes, looking yeah, at me like, from, oh, day, oh. from day one, right? From you day fell one. in love, didn't you? I sure did. And that was 25 years ago. Yeah. And there's uh, Lily Knowles. She was there. Oh, there were so many people yes. there. And today, my beautiful wife Lori and I are celebrating our 25th, mm. 25 year awesome. silver. Wedding so anniversary. That's right. Yes. That's it. That's right. It's it's amazing. The thing about having anniversaries and you know celebrations such as this is that you're able to reflect back on your life and look what God has done in yes. your life. Amen. And it's so exciting when you really do look and see what the Lord has done. Twenty five years later, when people really did say some people, you know, the naysayers and of course the press, you know, the media, whatever you want to call them, um, they. They, there was a lot of publicity around it. And I love you more today than I did 25 years ago. Good. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> that says a lot. Yes. And I want to keep you. Good. Thank you. <laughs> I want to keep okay? you too. <laughs> yes. And we have with us as our very special, the king of all preachers, Artie Kendall. Yes. The founder Woo. of Artie Kendall Ministries. And uh, he has uh, uh, pastored Westminster Chapel in London, England for 25 years to the day. Wow. To the, to day, the day, right? The 25. Wow. Artie's the author of over 80 books, at I least. I see right? Artie sitting here, and I'm yeah. thinking, like, wow. I know. I, I have so many questions running through my head right now. And. Uh, you are the man who God used to save my life when I was in prison. Yes. And right. I, Thank I read your book, God Meant It for Good. 
the greatest book ever written, I think. Well, definitely. I, it, it, it's next to the Bible. <laughs> next to the Bible. <laughs> yeah. It is an m- amazing book. It was like God sent it from heaven, R.T. That's the only you, you never, you don't act ever like you think that's the greatest book in the world. I think it's the greatest book ever written beside the Bible because <laughs> it literally saved my life. Mm-hmm. I think people would want to know what you mean by that. Yes. If, I mean, it's one thing if my book changed your life, but what do you mean? It, it, was, like, it was like it was written for me. In that book was a complete step-by-step instructions of how to get out of prison. In fact, in the middle of your book, you say things like, are you in something like a prison right now? And I would write in my book, yes. <laughs> there it is on the screen. There's wow. your original uh, copy. There, there's my writing. Mm-hmm. That's how the a whole book is like that. I, I would like to print the book with my underlining in it because because think, you were sitting in the prison cell some from my what i understand of the story jim somebody a precious woman sent this sent book the book to, to you. me she you, bought it at a store right have you met that woman have no you, never met her he never no. we've never been able to find out Isn't who that, that woman was but i want to tell you I, i'm going to ask you i'm going to interview for a minute how did you write that book Knowing somebody would be in prison needing that book. I mean, how, no. uh, how could you write a book? <laughs> you were asking me questions like, are you in prison right now? God, you know, and, and you would tell me I had to forgive everyone. And I was going through that stages. And then, it, then you got to the, near the end of the book and you said, and you have to forgive from your heart. Right. You remember that? I remember all that very well. You see, I wrote that uh, in 1983, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had gone through the greatest ordeal of my own life. Mm. Uh, Louise and I uh, went through. Louise is here, by the way. Yes, she is. And in the front row. And she's... (laughs) Cry yes. and beautiful Picture and man. spunky mm-hmm. and wonderful. And I want to have her on the show. And I'm hoping maybe she'll come I'm... on the show tomorrow. <laughs> well, uh, look at this. Now, look at this you... picture. We have to hold on. Hold on. Look at this is RT and Louise on their wedding oh, day. That's oh, that's beautiful, Louise. And Are RT you very me? handsome. No, I'm not kidding. That's RT I thought and that Louise. was Ricky and his wife. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that, RT? 58. We've been married 65 years. Wow. wow. That's Congratulations. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. But while we were at Westminster Chapel... How old are you, by the way? Okay. 88. Ooh. 88. See, and I'm your senior. Remember yes, that. Yes, you are. <laughs> and there's not very many of them around. Double new beginnings. Well, anyway, having gone through the worst moment of our lives... Yeah. When an old friend came to me and said, R.T., you must totally forgive them. Mm. Until you totally forgive them, you will be in chains. Yes. Release them and you will be released. Greatest word ever given to me. All right, it changed my life. 
It just happened that I felt led to preach through Genesis 37 to 50, the life of Joseph. And so those, every word I preached was now typed out. And so what you read was what I preached. Really? Yeah. And uh, I don't, I may have edited it some, but I don't think so. I mean, I had an editor to, you know, for typographical errors in the book and things like that. But it's almost every word that I had said from See, the pulpit. See, I was, I went through the forgiving process when I went, went to prison. And I would write everybody's names down. I mean, there was a big list. <laughs> the, the judge and, uh, and the people who came against me and so and I would read their names to God but I wasn't forgiving for my heart I meant it but when you when your book said next I had to forgive them from my heart yeah. now you meant that oh yeah yeah You've got to do it, or it doesn't work unless you right. do it from your but heart. But it, it eventually got me out of prison. Amen. Yeah. And I tell you, God spoke to me that I would never have gotten out of prison if I hadn't forgiven everyone from my heart. And right. some of you watching this show today, yes. you yeah. may be in a prison, and you don't even yeah. know it. But you need to forgive everyone that has come against you. And I'll tell you, it will set you free. Yes. Yes. It's the best word I ever had in my life. And I was just repeating, you see, in the book. And I had no idea who would ever mm. read it. And then one day, I, while still at Westminster Chapel, I get a letter from you. Yes. And it's, you know, four pages. I've still got it. Oh, my Lord. Four pages. And I wondered, my first reaction, you know what I thought? I thought, well, he's in prison. He writes every author he ever... No, God, no. Yeah, I, I didn't take it too seriously. I just thought, you got nothing to do. You just write letters back to <laughs> and And then your lawyer, happened to be in London, oh. came to see me. Yeah. And wow. I, I didn't remember that. Well, I'm telling you, and that's when I believed that this was real because wow. I didn't take it seriously. I, I figured it was from you. I had every reason to believe it was from you, but I thought, you do one every day. The lawyer said, oh, no, you, you have changed his life. Wow. And, uh, and then a year or so after that, you're out of prison. You write me a letter, any chance we could meet. And so I said, well, in August, we go to the Florida Keys. Are you a fisherman? <laughs> and you wrote back and said, well, I, I don't remember. I've got that letter too, but oh, I don't know what you, I don't remember whether you said I'm a fisherman. You said, but I'll come down to see you. Not a really good one. <laughs> well, we went bone fishing. You didn't even know what it was. No, I had no what idea. What is bone fishing for people? But who we don't went know. every day for a week. In the wow. evenings, we'd have dinner, and you you fixed us what you called prison pizza. Oh God! Right. <laughs> right. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. But I'll never forget it. So. I, uh, whoever was your secretary at that time yeah, wrote me and said, you'll be wearing a baseball cap. Mm -hmm. You'll be in the Miami airport and just walk quickly because they, they didn't want anybody to recognize you. So went to the car. I shook your hand, went to the car. Before we got out of the parking lot, you had your prison copy. Wow. And you started crying. I'm, I'm driving to get out of the parking lot 
And you said, listen to this. And you read it back to me. <laughs> and I began to see, this man really has read the book. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, and I you, ate you the were book. weeping. And we drove to the Keys, and uh, then I had a whole week together. And mm. that's how it started. Wow. That's, uh, and, uh, Can what? you imagine? This man pastored Westminster Chapel in London, England, one of the great churches of the world. Yeah. Uh, it has a high pulpit in it. Yes. I'll talk maybe tomorrow. I'll talk about it. It's really beautiful. And you preached there. Me, you preached there. You invited me to preach there. Yeah. And I've never preached in a high church before. And, and the pulpit goes way up high. And I preached there. I was scared to death. And we had our honeymoon in the at the Vanden Hotel across the street. <laughs> yes. What's the name of it? Vanden House. Vanden House. It's the Write Salvation Army Hotel. I don't think they call it that now. Salvation <laughs> Army Hotel. It was about a two, I'd say a two-star hotel. <laughs> <laughs> we were very But it's great. right across from your church. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we had our honeymoon there. And, and uh, in single beds. They were in twin beds <laughs> twin that bed. were literally locked up against the wall so you couldn't even push them together. You know what I mean? They were like, and we were We tried. Well, we, <laughs> they, we were only married just a few days. I mean, we were married. Yeah, it was kind of a whirlwind. Married. We were in Big Bear, California, and then we left, went down to LAX, left to London, England with our the, the first thing we did we, uh, basically we, we had a short honeymoon with, with and our friends at john and joyce's we stayed with the hey john and joyce we love you jo so much and thank you for and everything. and then a few days later we flew can you believe this <laughs> poor people we didn't even have money for a, a wedding Mm -mm. It was super nice. Our wedding was beautiful. Don't you think our wedding was beautiful? Our tea was there. Our tea, you were there. He I had something to do with that, too. He sure <laughs> you, did. You, you, you're a great wedding man. <laughs> it's hard to get you probably to do weddings because you are you, but well, you're it happened so while we were While we were in Florida again, you see, we went, went to Florida every year to fish. Yes. And then your, your wedding was going to take place while we were in Florida. So I flew out to Los Angeles, and uh, and then I had the privilege of performing the what, wedding ceremony. Okay, I, yes, we're did. gonna a few minutes later we'll talk That's more good. about. So, but I, what do you, do you remember what you said at the end of our wedding when you pronounced yeah, this man away? Can you say it? Well, I'll tr try. Uh, <laughs> for as much as this man and this woman have joined together in holy metro, matrimony. And have exchanged uh, uh, vows and exchanged rings. I now pronounce you husband and wife in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. God meant it for good. Yes. And, and then I then I prayed. Wow. And I prayed uh, from the uh, scripture that says this greater the latter house be greater than the former. Yeah. The newsman who picked that up <laughs> said I was I was prophesying you'd have a better house than you ever had before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's in the Bible. Yeah. It's in the Bible what yeah. you said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, I didn't mean literal. Right. right. House to live in. Yeah. That, that that your greatest days were ahead. Yeah. That yes. was my point. Amen. Amen. And, uh, Amen. And and the prophecies come true because Amen. we have a great life, and yes. not only. 
my God. He's prophesying the house, the latter house will be greater. And how many kids did we have? I mean, we uh, off and on, we had over 15 children. <laughs> yeah. And we had 14, we have 14 grandchildren right now. Yeah. And so really God amazing. blessed the the latter house. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And our G. Kendall prophesied he it did. at our wedding. Yeah. Wow. Actually spoke it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want to know. Listen, mm. we've been around almost 25. RT, so good to see you. I know. Isn't yeah. it amazing oh, having RT in the Papa's back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> You're an amazing man. I can't Isn't believe he? you remember he has the scripture. Now, my wife is here. She knows the truth. So <laughs> That's <careful>. right. <laughs> She does. We'll do a behind the scenes and get the real truth. <laughs> oh, you have truth. to get Louise behind the scenes, Louise. Yeah. She's a beautiful lady. We yes. love Louise. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to have to live with her after this. Yes. <laughs> 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 she said, you know, we go back 25 years, and, and it takes me back to so many memories yeah, with me Leanne too. and Howard here yes, and, and so several many. of the Surely. team members back then. But I want to ask you, Dad, when did you know? that this lady was the one that you wanted to marry. Because I know myself and several other ministers, we were looking for a lady for you to marry. <laughs> because there's certain things about a man when they start getting cranky that you know they need some love. Oh! And I was doing everything I could to find the right person for you. Really, Mondo? That's interesting. I was. I, I said, <laughs> this man needs to get married. He's got to find someone. You know, friends are great until a certain point. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when this lady walked into the Dream Center, yeah. why? What, what was it about her that you knew she was the one? It, she was it. She, she was the glow. Uh, look at her right now. <laughs> she looked the same way she does right now. And, uh, and I met her a little older. In, the, in the alley at the Dream Center out back, mm -hmm. and the garbage yeah. was there and everything, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe that's why she was so beautiful, because there Because <laughs> we're in the, we, we're in we the, were in the, in the ghetto, alley, graffiti walls. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> There's and there, there it is, there it is. right the there's the spot met. with the graffiti mm -hmm. on the wall mm -hmm. and everything. Well, that's not the moment, but that's the, the spot. spot. Mm -hmm. We went wow. back there later on and, and, mm -hmm. and took that picture. Yeah. And, and so I fell in love with her, and she didn't fall in love with me, though, no, well, well, really, well. <laughs> that minute, because I asked her to go out that night. <laughs> <laughs> After church, I uh, was, I was, and, I was, but she, you, had to, you, you had to day. speak the next I, night. Yeah, the next day, the next morning, I was speaking to a group of women, you know, just really beaten, broken, battered, hurting women. At the Dream about, Center. At the Dream Center, about a thousand women and, and. It was a morning service, and I thought I was just going to be ministering. And it ended up being a whole day uh, a ministering event time until about 4 in the afternoon. So we, 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 um, I brought a team over from Phoenix with me, these young women that I was discipling, brought them over. We did a whole, you know, um, ministry time. And then my girl, the girls that I was discipling said, Lori, we're going to go out. We're going to go out and have some fun. Okay, so just get in the car. We're going to go into L.A. We're going to have some fun. And I'm like, no, I'm exhausted. You know, after you pour out like that after ministering, you're, you're, you've given everything you have. And um, they said, no, just get in the car. And we were following a car. And the car that we were following was this white Jeep. And this white Jeep had a 
<laughs> bunch of people in it. And I go, are we following? You know, we're on like the 101, you know, LA freeways, guys. You know what that's like? I go, this white, I go, wait a minute. That's Jamie. That's, that's Jay Baker. I go, wait a minute. That's Jim Baker. That's Jamie's dad in the car. <laughs> we're following. Where are we going? They're like, now just settle down. We're going to, to we're going to go take you somewhere special to Griffith Park, the observatory at Griffith Park. I'm like, oh gosh, you guys, I don't want to be set up. I mean, <laughs> this is Jamie's dad. No way. So, mom, did you know, you know, the, did you know who Jim Baker was? Did you know him as, you know, we know dad, but did you know him as Jim Baker no, at that time? Not really. I did, but I didn't. I did from the media. I did from the news. I did from my pastor, from Tommy Barnett. I did from my church. But Jamie had been there for about a few years, um, just getting some restoration and some healing. And so I did know, but to me, he, Jim was always Jamie's dad. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this special message. Hi, my name is Robert Scott Bell. I'm host of the Robert Scott Bell Show for, uh, well, 24 years, natural medicine, natural healing. And I want to tell you why. I take Cardio Miracle every day in my family and my mom at 89 does so as well. The sustained production of nitric oxide is so critical for blood flow, for oxygenation, for all cardiovascular benefit. And there is not one area of the body, not one organ or organ system that doesn't depend on blood flow, oxygenation, nutrient delivery. So when you can relax the smooth walls of the arteries, the veins, the entire vasculature, you have an ease with which you can oxygenate and neutrify and also detoxify the body. So every function facilitated by sustained nitric oxide production, the miracle molecule identified in the 1990s, Nobel Prize for its discovery. Cardio Miracle is unique because of it's a, a, a botanical ingredients, whole food, organic, real food. It is a food to facilitate sustained production. There are many companies that are putting out things that will spike your nitric oxide production with beets or an amino acid. But sustained production is so critical, important, and acknowledging the corresponding rise of peroxynitrite, which in a whole food nutrient basis, we can counteract so we neutralize that. You have the benefit, not the detriment. Now, when I utilize this, oxygenation goes up, ease of blood flow. When I'm in the kickboxing gym at 57, I'm out pacing in the challenge of the week, people in their 30s and their 20s, I'm wondering if I should tell them it'll be harder for me to beat them. But no, the gift of this nitric oxide, the gift of this Cardio Miracle is that valuable. Now, if you're starting from a standpoint of a lot of ailments and illnesses, this is not to treat those ailments and illnesses, but to recognize that by sustaining that nitric oxide production, facilitating the oxygenation and the nutrification of all of your cells, everything benefits. We talk side benefits, not side effects. Beautiful thing. Also, the activation of stored vitamin D. How many of you are taking vitamin D and not getting the results you think you should be getting? The doctors are mystified. Well, this formulation is now proven to facilitate the activation of the stored D so your body can get full benefit and utilization, as well as if you've discovered intermittent fasting. The reason for that is to facilitate detox processes, autophagy, recycling of the, the waste products healthfully. You do that in fasting, but the Cardio Miracle formulation facilitates enhanced autophagy processes so you find that your recovery is better and faster as well. There are so many extraordinary things, whether you're an athlete, whether you're just starting back on the road to recovery, this is something I urge you to get on and tell your friends. And I thank Jim Baker and his ministries for supporting this and supporting you and your good health. And we'd love to see you 
take advantage of the wonderful healing opportunities that you have by giving the gift to this body, this temple, this life that you've been given. Facilitate, strengthen, and honor it. And you will be blessed and you'll realize that God gave you the power to heal by giving the body what it needs, removing that which it doesn't. Grateful and honored to be here to share this great news with you. This is Robert Scott Bell shining off for Jim Baker Ministries and everything else that y'all do here. I'm grateful and honored. And now let's get back to the show. So dad, how did you ask mom to marry you? Do you remember? Well, it was, it was, it was kind of, uh, well, we, we got married in what, seven weeks. Yes. And so it, it, he asked me, you might go real quick, Jim, because you're, if you, 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 this is a processing <laughs> moment for you. No, but it, we, we were, I know out on the dock. Okay. We were in Newport Beach. What happened was we were in, at the Dream Center. Matt went out that night and we had fun with all the kids and everything at the observatory. There's always a gang with us. There's always a Mondo bunch of kids. Mondo was one of the gang, you know, yeah. there's always a group with us. Right. But we, we went out to the... So we go to the observatory. That's when everything no, starts but the opening next, up. The next few days, we mm -hmm. went on. Right. Okay. So then. Out on the dock. Now, here's the funny thing. There's some stories, Mondo. You're going to, let's get in here. Let's get this done right, Mondo. Okay. So Sunday, the following day, after that, after that day, then Friday night, then, then we had just less than 24 hours knew each other. The next day, there is a knock at our door at the Dream Center. The, it's early in the morning. Kelly girl gets up and goes and answers the door. I'm staying in the room with the girls. Um, and she, and she, go, she shuts the door. She goes, it's Jim Baker. He wants to know if we want to go to Universal Studios for the day. That's Saturday. I'm like, well, I'm headed to Newport Beach for the week. So to take off a week, stay at my brother's, rest. And, um, and, and she goes, well, do you want to go for the day? And I go, okay, well, then let's just go. So we all went to... Universal that whole day, Saturday, Sunday, the next day, you preached at Jerry Bernard's church in San Diego. Oh, I think Bernard. it was Jerry Bernard and went down to San Diego. And I remember um, the girls saying, now, when Jim goes and preaches, he preaches like three hours. So he won't be because <laughs> you invited me to go with you that night down to San Diego from L.A. to go and, you know, hear you preach. And I, I was just like, no, that's OK. You know, I'll see you tomorrow or, you know. So then um, I headed, I didn't, you guys didn't come home from San Diego that night until like one or two in the morning. You preached, they said, like a man on fire. Were you there, Mondo? Yeah, yeah. It was Mondo was there. Unbelievable. Jerry Bernard was classic, you know, just like R.T., classic yes, man. Yes, Men that understood what the word, took their time delivering the word. So that was uh, an introduction to the future of understanding how to deliver a three-hour message. <laughs> exactly. That's right. We had a lot. And so then after that, um, I went off to Newport Beach. And But before that happened, and Mondo was there to witness this, Jim literally gave me a stack of books like this, just a stack. I'm talking the I Was Wrong book. I'm talking the big white book. I'm talking picture books. His books, his life. He goes, this is me here. And he hands this, all these books. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm thinking, well, I'm going to Newport Beach for the week. I'll just take them and read. So I start in and reading, and I get through. I was wrong. I'm going, I'm reading. You know how book I was wrong? Like 700 pages. I'm reading it as fast as I can. I'm starting to have all these feelings for this guy. I'm like, what's going on? This is wild. And um, 
all of a sudden I get a phone call within hours, and it's Kelly once again. She goes, Jim wants to know if they, they, we can come out um, from L.A. and, you know, meet you in Newport and take you out to eat. And I'm like, okay, and that's, and that's what happened. It was on a Tuesday a few days later. We, we were walking the pier at Newport Beach after dinner. And that's where I started, I believe, to and get serious. You were, that's when you were really serious. Because and I wanted day, to hold your hand. Days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you said no. Right. Because my, Jamie was around the My kids son were was around. there. And, yeah. and she, she thought it would be too much. Yeah. We and, just met Jim. It was too much for the average person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's our very first picture together Aww. of all the Jim and Lori pictures of life. <laughs> Spider Man. That uh, We were at Universal <laughs> Studios. This literally Aww. was in a few that hours. That was the day after, before. Mm-hmm, I'm talking about on being on the, on the dock. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took your hand anyway. I know that. I think you did. He did. Snuck in there, RT. Mm-hmm. Can you mm-hmm. believe that? <laughs> He uh, did. I'll tell you a, a little coincidence. Yesterday morning at the Nashville airport, uh, Ted Squires walks <gasps> up to Aww, me Ted. and said, do you remember uh, we were at the wedding? <laughs> he saw me marry True. you, and he's True the story. one that published the book, I Was Wrong. That's yes. right. He, he wow. came up to me yesterday and said, be, be sure to tell you hello. Oh, Aww. good. <laughs> we love you, Ted. Ted Squires, your yes. publisher, yep. editor. Says Isn't hi. that amazing? Thank <laughs> you. We loved and Ted has been in our lives ever since. Ted was at the wedding. You you married us along with um uh, with um yeah. Tommy Barnett, Matthew, Matthew Barnett, Lloyd Ziegler. Took four mighty men of God to marry us. We, we, by the way, I gotta because we gotta move along. We, have to. we can sit here and tell stories all yeah. day. But there's a, an important factor in this process of how you got to get married. My question was always at your age. Yeah. Why did you have to feel like you needed to ask permission from Pastor Tommy Barnett, Dad? Why did you, why, why, that always intrigued me that at your well, age, you were mature, you were a man already. <laughs> but yeah. it was very, very strong well, because I was living at his ministry. Mm. And, uh, and Lori had gotten saved under his yes, ministry right and she had been under his ministry for a for decade months mm-hmm. for a decade years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i i remember walking out i was we were in los angeles mm-hmm. and uh in fact i think it's in your book and yeah uh it was a mexican restaurant i think right. and, mm-hmm. and 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 he was standing on on, on the street because we just eaten and he'd stepped out but you wanted t- pastor barnett's covering we want i wanted his permission i want his permission yeah to marry you (laughs) yeah because i felt you know you belong to him you (laughs) you know you got saved in his church and so i went up to him and i told him i said i I really want to marry Lori. Mm -hmm. and uh he just smiled broadly and he was he he said absolutely. He he just didn't even hesitate. Right. Which I was very happy about. I think what the the answer though is the fact that it's having the spiritual covering. We wanted our the blessing from yeah. my parents and you know our families, but we also we really wanted our spiritual covering. We wanted their blessing on our lives mm-hmm. That's together. Right. That says a lot though, right? Because of the covering that you had with them, mm-hmm. and it made so much sense why Pastor Tommy, Pastor Matthew, RT, yeah. and Lloyd was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, right. they 
you know, it took about five people to marry us, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there were others. There were others, too, that got up and said a few words here and there. You know, a lot of people wanted to say a lot of things. It was really yeah. amazing. Yes. Unbelievable. And, Mom, did you feel like you were ready to walk into Dad's world? You know, just a very public world. Mm -hmm. Because we know you. You came from Phoenix, Arizona. You know, just in that church, mm -hmm. going nonstop. Missions work, everything that they do there. But mm -hmm. then now you're coming into dad's world mm -hmm. which is the complete opposite it's a very public mm -hmm. how was that for you i i believe that i was actually i'm not i say this very humbly but i was actually born for this for right now i know i know that that all that preparation all that training yes. everything went into to prepare me and so i was That's really right. wow. as prepared as anybody could possibly be to step into it. Yeah, maybe, you know, I wasn't so prepared for media to go a little crazy on us, you know, like, you know, track us down or, you know, all this kind of stuff. But you asked me that night on, on the pier in Newport Beach, Dad asked me, do you think you could handle the media? Yeah. Do you think you could handle, because they will come after you. And they're going to write things about you and they're going to talk about you and whatever. And I said, I think I can. <laughs> I said, I think I can. I, it wasn't even about the media wasn't the question for me. I just wanted to, you know, make sure. And there, that, speaking of media, that's paparazzi outside um, of oh. the wedding of the house of John and Joyce Caruso's. They were offering $10,000 for a roll of film from 35 our wedding. millimeter. That's how much they were after us. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a great photo. What did you think when John and Joyce Caruso offered their home as a place to be able to have your wedding? Well, I personally was overwhelmed because I didn't know them. I had just met them, and I just couldn't believe that anybody would care enough or, and love us enough. And there's Joyce right there hugging John. Jim, and there's John Aww. to the left. Um, and John, he's almost 91. Joyce is 88 and um, almost 89 and um, now. And so they, and, and they have been faithful. They love the Dream Center. They love And that's mm -hmm. where we met them. Mm -hmm. And they they in. in Invited us to have our wedding in mm -hmm. their backyard, wow. yeah, which in was Burbank. at a mountain. Mm -hmm. You you were there, RT, overlooking the look uh, the, the, the valley. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you two memories I have of that day. What is one? That? Andrea Crouch. Yes, he yes. was there. Good, played and, and sang, and I got to meet him. Spent some time with him, but even more. That's striking. one of his last main performances. It, it, yeah, well, he was losing his voice. Yes. He could barely mm -hmm. sing. Mm -hmm. And Lori couldn't believe that I knew Andre Crouch and that he would come and sing at our wedding, and yeah. he came. But let me tell you what I remember even more so. I met the man who's a lawyer from Fordham University that put his research students on your case. That's right. Wow. And they were all feminists and hated you. But <laughs> he said... I want you to go through the trial that Jim Baker had and, and uh, tell me what you think. Well, he told me this. He said, every one of those five women that were his research students said, you did not get a fair trial at all. And, and they were against you. But he, he, he shouldn't have been in prison. And that's when he took over and ended up getting you out of prison. God used that man. And uh, I thought, uh, knowing, have, having met him, it gave me assurance more than ever, more than ever. I was going to be your friend. But then when I realized 
you did not deserve to go to prison at all. Right. And I was ready to tell the world this uh, because everybody was against you. Mm -hmm. And uh, people wanted to be against you. Right. They didn't want you to be innocent. And and many still to this day will not hear it because people believe what they want to believe. Jim Elbert is that man. People believe what they want to believe. Professor. One of the great professors of the world. He spent six years on my case and wrote a book about me. I have one other thing to share. You can decide uh, later whether I should have told this. Okay. I don't know that you know this. Without mentioning any names, you said that you wrote names on the side of the book, God Meant It For Good, yeah. who you had to forgive. Mm-hmm. And one of them, very, very well-known minister, mm-hmm. founded a university. And when I knew the facts... On my own, I wrote him a handwritten letter. I wish I had taken a photograph of it because I ran into his right-hand man. I ran into his right-hand man and said, I want you to give this to him. He He said, I'll give it to him. It was the letter, Dear Dr. So-and-so, until you publicly apologize for what you've done to Jim Baker, you will lose your anointing. It will be gone if you don't publicly apologize to him. You will lose your anointing. Those are my very words. I signed R.T. Kendall. I didn't know that. Wow. I just thought I'd tell you now. Uh-huh. There's more. He did not reply. He obviously treated my note with contempt, and in a short period of time, he dropped dead Mm. of a heart attack. And when you consider what else has happened in his family, in that university. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is powerful. I'm just letting you know that I have stood for you, stood (laughs) by you. Thank you, Archie. And uh, although you've totally forgave, uh, God wasn't finished with him. And so sometimes the people that we have to forgive, he, we're not supposed to vindicate ourselves right. or make anything happen. But be sure of this, and maybe this is a word I could share. Yes. Yes. You must totally forgive, and you wonder why, why this would happen. Leave it to God. Remember this, vindicating is God's business. That's yeah. what he does. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Amen. And when you forgive, leave it to God. And in your case, you did forgive, but somebody paid dearly for it. And I just, I didn't think you knew that. We never knew that. that. We never knew that, R.T. In 25 years, we've never known that. I've been living through those years as I get older Mm -hmm. in my night dreams. And... I've often thought about writing a book and telling the whole story before I die that they can print after I die. Uh, Could I say something about that? Yes, to say something. I've had the same thought. My son, we call him T.R., believes that I should uh, write a statement about what happened to me. Mm. Because what happened to me was as awful as what happened to you. 
in my world. I mean, wow. I'm not the public figure you are. But, but in your world, yes. Uh, but what, what I'm telling you is, I thought I will write a statement for my son to reveal after I'm gone what really happened. A former deacon at Westminster Chapel, I shared with him what I thought of doing. He wrote back to me, RT, don't do it. Continue to practice what you preach and don't even tell it even after you die. And it was one of the hardest things. I thought, okay. Yeah. And so now That's I have good. resolved. Stephen, the first deacon of the church who had the anointing and preached to the Sanhedrin, and just before he died, he said, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. Those are his words. Amen. And in other words, we pray yes. that it will never be known. Right. And God will get all the glory. Yes. And it's one of the hardest things in the world when you that's can right. actually pray that's that it. no one will ever know. Right. But that's where the anointing comes. Yeah. And that's where the peace comes. That's right, Archie. And uh, we just abandon yes. our getting any vindication yes. and let God get the glory. And that's Amen. what I've done for my whole life. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? But as you get it's older, you word think. for all of us. There's millions of people that have been hurt, yeah. and they don't know yeah. the story. They don't know, yeah. you know, especially the things like the FBI altered my television shows and edited them falsely. I know something that happened. An enemy wrote some things about me on the Internet, and a friend of mine said, I know how to take that off. I said, no, leave it on. I'd rather have the anointing. Yes. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing. Yes. Wow. That's so I prefer true. the anointing of the Holy Spirit to having vindication. Yes. Amen. Because God knows, that's and that's it. what matters. Amen. That's all that God matters. meant it for good. God meant it for good. Listen, we want you to know something. Wow. The book, more something. than I could ever ask, it's available right now because the stories are too detailed to go into it right now. But you're not only going to get into what happened behind the scenes. You're going to get it right from the horse's mouth, so to speak. And the stories behind the scenes are beyond comprehension. You will never imagine what it was like to see the press offering $10,000, what it took for RT to get there, and, and what he said. One of my favorite moments was uh, before you walked down the aisle, Mom, RT, and you shared a moment. But, you know, you can get to read all those stories in this book today. So make sure you visit the website, jimbakershow.com, or better yet, you can give us a call, 1-888-988-1588. Support this ministry as you're watching and hearing the story of how this ministry was birthed from the beginning. In 1998, everything changed. The future of this ministry changed. The one thing that didn't change was two things, in my opinion. One, the love of God and the grace of God. Number two, you standing with this ministry. You have been faithful with us. You have watched this journey, and we want to make sure you can get to the book right away. Share it with someone that you love. Ricky, you have a question? I do. I was wondering if you guys remember who all was at your wedding. I see so many photos. I see so many photos of people <laughs> oh, who just, I mean, from, the <laughs> from the Andre Crouches to the R.T. Kendalls yeah, to... we had, you know, R.T. was there, of course, and it can... and. The, the preachers, how many preachers? We had several preachers yeah. there, but four officiated the wedding, which Six was four. R.T. 
at Kendall, at Tommy Barnett, Matthew oh, Barnett, that man and right Lloyd there Ziegler. is the lawyer. That is that's the lawyer you oh. just talked about. Jim, yes. James Albert. That's James, James Albert the right there oh, wow. in the middle of that wow. picture. Next to RT, standing right and next to RT. And that man right there, next to that, right there, uh -huh. that couple. Bill and Faith Shaw. Phil that Shaw. man visited me in prison. Mm -hmm. Minnesota. Yeah. In, Every in week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh. Faith that I was in prison. He was the pastor of the Assembly yeah. of God Church. Yeah. There in Rochester, Minnesota. Yes. Where the prison was. Mm -hmm. And that man was one of those valley walkers who yes. wanted to keep me alive. Yes. Unbelievable. Thank you, Phil Shaw. Unbelievable. A precious man. I, I don't even know where Phil is. I love him. I need to have him come back yeah. on the show. And there's our there's uh, Andre Crouch. Andre Crouch and, yeah. uh, and his sister. Know. His sister, his sister was there. There's there was a Rick, lot of ministers there's there. Lori's Bob dad. There's was my there. dad That's walking me dad down the aisle. Big Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just he died a year and a half later. He that was his that was the best day of his entire life. That's my he brother. He loved Jim Baker. My brother Norman. <laughs> and there's Norman. my sister Donna mm -hmm. over on the and other Donna's side. And here with us. Yeah. Yes. Jim, so, Jim, since you've told about <laughs> a visitor that came every week, there may be viewers that don't know about your most famous visitor mm -hmm. while you were there. Mm -hmm. Why don't you share that with us? Yeah, Billy Graham. Mm -hmm. Billy Graham, I guess you're talking about. Yep. And it was a shocking visit that he came to see me because you, you couldn't get into a prison. That's right. the thing I learned about prison. It, right. it, it takes paperwork. It takes... They just don't let anybody in, mm -mm. but they let Billy Graham come unannounced, and he just basically walked into the prison, said, I want to see Jim Baker, and they, they called me out of my cell, and I was a mess. I was, my shoes were holes in them, and, and my hair was a mess, and so they said, you, the, you, you need to go to the warden's office and I said what for and they said well you have a visitor and, and I said well it's not visiting day I mean, you know you, you had and to have you were cleaning toilets I was cleaning toilets I was a mess I mean I was really a dirty filthy person because I was in the toilets I was in the bathroom cleaning it all and so I went there and I walked in and, and Billy Graham is a tall man. <laughs> yeah. I am not a tall man. I am five foot eight. He is probably eight foot five, you know. <laughs> no, no he's, he's just a very, very tall yeah. man. And when I walked in, he reached his arms out and he embraced me. And he said, Jim, I love you. Oh. I was so embarrassed for him to see me in that shape, but yeah. it, it, it was like Jesus had come. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. right. Yes. But doesn't Jesus do that for us? Yes. Amen. Yeah. On behalf of our family, our partners, our friends, we want to thank you for the love that you've shown yeah. our mom and dad, yeah. your courageous spirit to stand and fight for justice, biblically speaking, and, yeah. and 
but your book, what you've done to our family, to this ministry, RT, we want to honor you because yes. you're, a, you're that Proverbs 17, 17 kind of friend. Mm -hmm. And you've been such a special part of our lives. <laughs> a friend loveth at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Right. Amen. And you, RT, your family, you've put your reputation on the line. You've, you've done everything. And yet you remain a friend of this ministry. You remain a friend to mom and dad. Yes. It would only be right. Could you pray for them once again? Yes. In honor, in an anointing. But your friendship, your mentorship, you've always looked after them. You always call for them. You've always asked for them. Yet, you are probably one of the greatest men oh that have influenced this ministry's life. Would you pray for their marriage once again like you did on that day in 1998? Yeah. I'd be glad to do that, but it's something that you need to know. To me, I had nothing to do with it. It was all God. I didn't make anything happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, God. you wrote me out of the blue. You wanted to meet me. You invited me to marry you, then I meet your lawyer, and I see objectively how innocent you were. I was, before, I was going to be for you anyway. <laughs> I, I would have been Billy Graham to you. I think Billy may have thought you were guilty, but it hasn't been hard at all, but it's a pleasure. <laughs> Heavenly Father, Yes, Lord. thank you for the day that Jim Baker read the book, God Meant It For Good. It wasn't a day. He spent weeks and weeks and weeks reading it. Yes. Thank you for that woman who sent him the copy of the book. Yes. yes I Lord. don't know who she was. We've never known. Thank you that she sent the book. Yes. And now, Lord, thank you that Jim and Lori have each other. Yes. And for these 25 years that you've given them. And I ask now that on this day, the 25th wedding anniversary, that you will sprinkle them afresh with the blood of Jesus by your Holy Spirit for their cleansing yes. protection. Show each of them the next step forward that you have in yes. mind for them. Yes, Lord. Supply their every need. Guide them by your Holy Spirit. And may there be from this moment an ever-increasing anointing of wisdom, love, and power. Wisdom, love, and power from this moment, now and evermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yes, we do. And before we leave, we want to, for our studio audience, we want to share a celebration cake with them as we celebrate mm. you and this mom This cake today. right here. We're all yes. going to eat it. It's beautiful. Right. And I do want to I mention to anyone who is watching right now, you know, as we have just brought you into a glimpse of, just a small glimpse of this life, these two lives of God's restoration. You know, we come together, we share about God's restoration, God's love for us, how he takes brokenness, how he takes us when we're defeated and he restores 
stores mm -hmm. and he makes something so beautiful that we could all today enjoy and be a part of. And so I do want to share, you know, mom's book that she wrote. It tells the entire story. It, mom, truly, you have written one of the greatest books of God's restoration, and it's called More Than I Could Ever Ask. We do have it available. If you want to read the rest of the story, it's available on our website at jimbakershow.com just for a $15 love gift to the ministry. That gift helps us to continue to broadcast the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. World. Do they or, just call them? Yeah, phone? and they can call. That's right. The toll-free number. That's one eight 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 nine eight eight one five eight. These are the end of the books. There's not yes. that many of them left. So if somebody would like to have this hardback edition of Lori's book, it's a great book. Yeah, it, it starts. Women our, have been healed. Yeah, absolutely. Reading this book, amazing, because they realize God can do it for them. Yes, he, Amen. he can, and he will. You just have to let him. Just let him. Let him do. He's, when it, all I know is this, is to you live in God's perfect will for your life. Of course, to know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. But also, you know, you might be one of those, like I was, a prodigal, and it was, it was time to come home. Amen. And we're calling the prodigals back home Amen. where they belong. Amen. And I want, yes, this is the brand new book from yes, R.T. Kendall. I want to make sure we mention it today. Receiving the Isaac, Isaac promise. promise. Mm. Position yourself for the fullness of God's end time outpouring. God's promise. The greatest move of God is yet to come. Amen. Yes. Isn't that right, Archie? That's, that's what I prophesy in this book. Yes, you do. Mm. And I, I want it. you to read it. The outpouring. He said he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. This book is the Isaac promise we're going to talk about it on tomorrow's program yes. but i want everybody to order this that's what a, is the price yeah, on this that's book? it it's a 25 dollars gift and all you have to do is go to our website this is through destiny image one of our new affiliates who has partnered with the ministry here and so go to the website jimbakershow.com click on that destiny image and you can order it directly from the manufacturer It'll and the publisher right will ship house. it. Yes, they're shipping it directly from their warehouse. Hey, I, I I, I, here it is. It's our 25th anniversary. Yes. And you're giving a $25, $25. gift for the book. Yes. And you're going to read the book from the man who helped save my life. Amen. So I, I, I'm not trying to puff him up. I just want to tell you, you're God right. meant it for good. <laughs> and God means it for you. And yes. I want Amen. you to have this book his newest book, yes. brand new, get it for a gift of $25, and that includes shipping and handling, okay? You know, there's two things, real quick, I know we have to go, I know our time is up, two things I want to show you. Number one is right here, the cake topper. Yes. That's the very That's first you. gift, Jim, that you ever gave me, was our the cake topper oh. to our wedding cake and to the 25th anniversary. Jim, do you understand? It's the I 25th it. wedding anniversary. <laughs> what do you understand? You guys, okay. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, that was a very, you took James and Jonathan to Disneyland. Oh. And when I was in ministry work, what I did was just to earn a little cash here and there, my girlfriend owned the shoe shine business at the airport in Phoenix. So I would go and just, you know, shine some shoes real quick in my, during that decade, during my 30s. I could go shine some shoes, get some quick cash so I could do my ministry work. I mean, I didn't get paid to do the ministry. I was a volunteer for nine and a half years. And so I would go shine shoes at the airport. I would go down into the inner city, knock on doors. And that's how I met our kids. That's how I met the whole family. 
was bringing them into church. Um, and so Lloyd Ziegler at our wedding, he presented these old shoes right here, right there, Monticello, mm -hmm. you just kind yeah. of point to them. They're, they're really antique old shoes. And we have the shoe shine, it says shoe shine 10 cents. We're not selling anything. This, but then he said, but today, Lori, this is, these are the new shoes you're wearing. And so he went into this whole, it turned out to be like a Cinderella theme, wow. glass slippers. Even People Magazine picked it up, remember, Jim? We were in that wedding edition of People mm. Magazine that year with wow. the shoes and the, the whole story. We have to go. Yes. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed our program, our 25th wedding anniversary. We made yes. it. <laughs> we did. Can you believe that? We made Lots it 25, 25 years years. since you married <laughs> our team. We started yeah. in one God room. God meant it for good. Yeah. Amen. 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 God loves you so much. <laughs> he really, really does. I have to go. Don't miss our next show with Artie Kennel. We're talking about his brand new book. Yes. Remember that God does love you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. Thank you, Artie. We love you, Artie Kennel. Thank you for watching today's program. Will you pray about standing with us by calling 1-888-988-1588? That number again is 1-888-988. 988-1588 or you can connect with us on our website at www.jimbakershow.com Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Stand with us as we continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I want to thank you for watching the Jim Baker Show today. We want to encourage you to stand with us. If you want to support a message of the last days, we bring great men and women of God, the prophets of God, to this program every day. We need to stay on the air till Jesus comes. I need your support today. That monthly giving will keep us on the air. Times are tough, but God's people can make anything happen. With God in, in unity, we can bring miracles to pass. A dollar a day Many are joining that club right now. We also have the Jubilee Club at $50 a month. And then we have my club, the President's Club, at $100 a month. I need your support. Pray about becoming a monthly partner. We are totally in the last days, but we must keep the message of the gospel going forth. We need your support, and I pray that if you have the ability today to give a one-time gift to keep the devil away and to meet our budget this month, we need help desperately. I'm going to personally, for my Social Security, I'm going to give a $1,000 gift today to the ministry. And I hope someone will join with me and give that one-time gift as well. But these monthlies will keep us going till Jesus comes if you'll just do that. So call me right now, 1-888-988-1588. Remember that God loves you. He really does. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye.